Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From NBI Studios, this is Truth and Justice, a crowdsourced investigation in real time. I'm Bob Rock. I'm starting to feel like our investigation into Javier and his friends is much more of a spider web than a ball of yarn. We're not just pulling on a string looking to see what's on the other end. Instead, every interview leads us to someone else. The group keeps expanding out in all directions, but everyone has some tie-in back to Javier at the center. In Alex Vulan's interview, he mentioned a girl named Jessica who had her own set of odd experiences with Austin Alba. So after I spoke with Nick Crum, I circled back to Jessica. I'm trying to fill in all the gaps and leave no stone unturned when it comes to the original investigation into this group. And with every interview I hear, I find myself more curious about how this group was ever cleared by police and why the jury wasn't allowed to hear any of this. I first listened to this interview because I wanted to hear firsthand about Jessica's interactions with Austin Alba. But like so many others, there's a lot more to it than that. This is Season 12, Episode 23, Jessica Henry. Texas Ranger James Holland is a legendary interrogator. They call him the serial killer whisperer. You can't hide those indications, and that's why yesterday I knew that he did it. But now, shocking interrogation tapes reveal how the super cop really operates. And that's why they asked me to come in, because I'm special. From something else, The Marshall Project and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Smokescreen. Just say you're sorry. Listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know if she told you, I'm Sarah, I'm a detective with the sheriff's office. Um, I guess Crystal, you talked to Crystal mm-hmm. about uh, Austin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm the investigator who's working on the Becky Friedman murder case. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess you may have some information related to this case? Yeah. Um, I was telling Crystal because um, we, I know him often because... Javier's roommate, which I'm sure you know, the roommate, which is Becky's boyfriend, with Austin, and, um, because when it all happened, like, he, um, he didn't, he was, like, we all know he hated her, like, a lot, and he's kind of weird, so at first he didn't really think anything, he was like, did you think weird, but then, like, a couple weeks after it had happened, we were all at his house, and, like, he popped open his trunk, and there was, like, gas tanks and shovels and like, trash bags. 
just really weird stuff, and like we were trying to look to see what it all was, and we were asking questions, and he got like really upset with us. And then um, when we arrived at the apartment, he had stuff in trash bags in his closet. It was just really strange, and then he would say comments. Um, he told me one time, and then he had recently told a friend of mine. Um, what happened was um, my friend was at the mall, and uh, some girl was... Um, Pardon me. And um, some, some girl was giving a hard time, and he came up to them, and he said... Um, do you want me to say something? Do you remember what happened? The girl's giving her a hard time. My friend. Okay. And then Austin had come up to my friend and had said, oh, do you want me to say something? Because you remember the last bitch that I hated what happened to her. And he had said that comment a few times within the last few months that kind of like, there was anything. And I tried talking to my friends to tell them, you know, what we had found in his apartment. And, and like, just, it's really, really peculiar, you know? And then after he had said that, my friend had called me and asked me to tell him what I saw again because he believed me that there Austin had some fit. It just it was just really off and we knew how much he hated her. So I mean, we kinda we weren't sure even and then um my friend told me that he knew for sure that there was a thought off shotgun under his bed. Um, he had seen it, Austin had taken it out and showed my friend at one point I guess that it is thought off shotgun. And so with all with that and then all the stuff he had found in his in his trunk and his apartment after, a couple weeks after everything happened, plus all his comments, it just, it just seemed off. And, yeah. and so finally that's why I decided to say something, especially a couple weeks ago when, um, when she had said that comment, well, you remember what happened to the last bitch that I You know, no one else wanted to say anything, and I felt better that if I said something would be wrong, it would be better than not to say anything. True. Did you know Becky? Um, I have met her at a few parties. I didn't know her that well. Okay. But I've met her at parties and she was always around when we were all hanging out. So your first name legally is it Jessica? Yeah. What's your real name? Renee. And your last name? Henry. H E N R Y. Uh huh. Where do you live at, Jessica? What's your address? Desert Moon? Uh-huh. And your home phone number? Um. So, tell me what you know about Becky. Um, she was, um... Like, how long have you known Becky? Oh, just for a few months, and she, I, I knew she went to Palm Desert, and then she started chilling up off him because my friend Javier liked her a lot, but she was dating his cousin. So there was a lot of like, tension right there. And then um, after everything that happened, everyone kind of went just downhill. And um, and I mean, I don't really know anything personally about her. I just know that she was dating Javier's cousin. And there was like, and Javier was all like, heartbroken about it. So do you consider yourself a friend of Becky? Not really a friend, more of an okay. acquaintance. Like we knew each other, but we weren't close to anything. So you just had mutual friends? Yeah. Yeah. And you know her for you said three months before she died? Just yeah, just a couple months. It was a long Okay. Um, before I get to forget, yeah, what's your birthday, Jessica? Um, so you know Javier? Yeah, I've, I've known him for a long time. Okay, what's a long time? 
So what was Javier and Becky's relationship? Um, like, it was weird. Like, I thought they were dating, like, I should dating his cousin, because she would, like, lead him on and be constantly supporting with them and making him think that she liked him, but he, she didn't. She was dating his cousin. So, like, he was just, like, madly in love with her and would do anything that she did. And that's, that was, like, his focus. Like, he stopped talking to all of us for a while because he was always with her. How well did you know Javier? Pretty well. We hung out a lot with all of our friends. Mm-hmm. I mean... Because there's different, you know, there's friends who just kind of hang out, and then there's more close friends, you know, who know little intimate details about certain people. Would you consider yourself just a friend of Javier or a close friend? Just a friend. Okay. I mean, would he confide in certain things into you um, that maybe other people, other friends may not know? Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Um... One thing I do remember him saying is one, um, it was a couple, that, I think it was the same night we had found those things at Austin's house. Um, he was, he showed up at the apartment and he was, I think he was really drunk. I'm not sure if he was drunk or hot or what he was. Okay, whose apartment is Austin. Okay. And Javier's cousin. And he was like crying and he was telling, we were trying to, to, to talk to him because we were kind of upset that he was, you know, behaving so strangely. And he was saying that he's seen things and heard things that, that we wouldn't understand and that he doesn't want to, to talk about. Did Becky and Javier ever date? I don't think so, not to my knowledge. She was just like, let him on. And all of her friends kind of didn't like her for that because he thought they were dating and didn't work. Who thought they were dating? Uh, Javier. Like, he considered that was his like, woman, okay. but they weren't. <laughs> they weren't at all. I mean, did they ever like, make out or do things like that? No, I've never seen but they spent, like, she would sleep over at his house, and he would sleep over at her house, or mm-hmm. things like that, and they were always together, always I together. mean, were they, did they have a sexual relationship? Not to my knowledge, no. I, I never really asked about that. So it was just them being together all the time, Javier may have thought, you know, they were boyfriend and girlfriend? Maybe, yeah. Without the... Yeah, like... Sexual relationship? Yeah, like, you have, like, that kind of attachment to her. Yeah. Why would Becky treat him like that? Or I'm not really sure. Just because well, maybe she knew that he liked her, so she took advantage of that, knowing that oh, well, he likes me, I could, I could use this. You know, to my sure. I mean, a lot of girls do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, did she treat other men like that too, or or guys like that? I never really saw her flirt with any of the other guys or anything. She was kind of always with him. Now, you know Jacob? Very, very hardly I've met him. Just a hi, I'm by, oh, hi, I'm Jacob kind of thing. Do you know how Becky and Jacob uh, began to be a couple? No, I, I have no idea about their relationship. I just know that they were dating. Well, what can you tell me about, since Javier and Jacob are cousins, right? Uh-huh. And Jacob is dating Becky and Javier wants to date Becky. How does that work out? Doesn't that put a strain between Jacob and Javier? You know, to be honest, I don't really know. I don't know between them, really. I just know from what Javier would tell me or what our friends would tell me about what was going on. I never really got in the middle of it. Okay. But, um, yeah. So did Javier tell you personally that he was in love with Becky or really liked her? Yeah, and then when she had died, he was like, devastated and kept, was always crying and how much he loved her 
and that's his love forever and just stuff like that, you know. What about before she died? What were some of the things she would tell you about her? Um, it was the same, like they were still always together. Um, like our friends were trying to, to, to get him to realize that um that there weren't together, that there wasn't a relationship, that she was just like, you know, taking advantage of him. And um he he stopped talking to all of us and hated basically hated all the guys for trying to help him out, you know. And then um Becky did? No, Javier. Javier started getting yeah, like, mad at everyone because yeah, of that? He pretty much just isolated himself from us and then um we had we didn't see him for a long time probably until after because he was always with her I guess. Now these friends, who are these friends? What are some of their names? Um Alex, Luan, and um Nick Crumb and Corey Donovan. Those were like his best friends. They were always together. Okay. So when you say the friends tried to talk to them and tell them about, you know, Becky's true feelings. These are the people you're talking about, Nick Crumb, yeah. Alex. Yeah. And they would always just try, because I mean, I've been around some of the conversations and they're like, man, you, you, need to, you need to understand that there isn't a relationship, you know. What was Alex's last name? Fulon. Is that a guy? Yeah. You know how you spell the last name? F-O-U-L-O-N. And who was another person? Um, Corey Donovan. G-O-N-O-V-A-N. Um, why do you think Javier was so fascinated with Becky if she never allowed him to get beyond you know, just a friendship level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I think because he never really had a girlfriend, like he wasn't, like in high school, girls weren't really prone to liking him. He was kind of immature, you know, kind of like looking to be kind of dorky, you know? So I think the fact that he was allowed to have such a close relationship with the girl just like made him attach himself to that, you know, like, oh wow, this girl's letting me like be close to her. And I think he just kind of got attached to that. I mean, was Javier ever considered gay from other people I don't know? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I think some people kind of thought about it just because he kind of, some of his, his ways of approaching people seemed kind of homosexual, but I think a lot of it was just him joking. I think that's just how he kids around. What about you? Did you ever think he was gay? At first I did because you never saw him with girls, but then I figured that he really wasn't because when girls were in available, she would try hard to <laughs> them, yeah. So he just wasn't lady friendly. Yeah. Not a lady man. <laughs> um how old are you? Nineteen. Did you go to Palm Desert? No, I went to Cathedral City. Okay. With those guys. Um So you don't really know Jacob. Do you know anything about Jacob? Um, all I remember about him is that when everything had happened, um, I was asking awesome questions about it because he would know a lot because he lived with him. 
and I guess he was saying that Jacob um, so I asked him oh, is, he, is he sad because of like, what happened to his girlfriend and he said that there was there was nothing, he was fine like he acted like it was no big deal but um, maybe he was not emotional I don't know what was Jacob's relationship like back with Becky, you know, that weekend she died? Were they still going out? Were they broken up? As far as I know, yes. I think, um, I remember then Austin was telling me, um, that Jacob wanted to, um, didn't really, didn't really like, like her like her anymore, like, was kind of over her. But that, I mean, that's not something I know for sure. Like, I was just... I didn't was it in full detail. What about Javier? Did he ever tell you anything about Jacob's relationship? Whether it was getting better, or getting worse, or anything? no, no, he never. He never talked about his cousin. Did he like Jacob? Did Javier like Jacob? Yeah, they were like um, he used to talk to their brothers. Um, and then after thing happened, he practically lived at their apartment for a few weeks. Like he would just disappear there for a long time. Javier did. Yeah. So how do you know Austin? Um, I had met him at a party at Javier's house, and then when I started working here, he happened to work here as well. So it was coincidence. Are you still working? No, he was fired, like, December, November. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Because he lied about having jury duty. <laughs> so. Okay. so, let's talk about Austin then. Um, what type of person is he? Very strange. Very strange. And how do you mean? Um, he's just like one of those guys who's like really smart and he uses that like he's extremely arrogant and just when you talk to him, the things he has to talk about. Like he was talking one time about how he builds weapons and he was getting into just weird we don't kinda look at him or walk. You're strange, like why would you um he used to have a butterfly knife that he'd always pull out and think he was cool showing off. And at one point I had told him that not to ever take that out at me again because he would whip it out kind of aggressively and we didn't like it. So we had finally just told him, don't ever, you know, that's when he started stop going over to his apartment because he'd always take that stupid thing out. And you say we, who's we? Me and um, my sister and my best friend and then some other friends. Who's your best friend? Crystal Lee. Crystal? Lee. <laughs> okay. Is that the crystal, um, crystal Fabian? No. That person? No, no, no. Okay. You, you know Crystal Fabian? No. Okay. Who did you tell, originally tell this information to in order for me to be here? Crystal. Oh, yeah, Crystal Fabian. I'm sorry. I. Okay. No, no, no. no. My name is Crystal. Okay. <laughs> See, I don't know who yeah. these people are, so I'm trying to make yeah. a connection. Yeah, Crystal Granato is the one that I, I spoke to because I knew her husband was a detective. That's right. I keep calling her. I don't know why I was calling her Fabian. I met Granados. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Crystal Granados. She works here? Yeah, she's my manager. Okay. And that's who you told? Yeah, because I knew her husband was a detective, and I felt kind okay. of comfortable then watching into a police That's fine. Um, now, Crystal Lee, your best friend, uh-huh. is that also Crystal Granados, or is that someone else? No, her name's Crystal Lee Rosborn. Like her full name's Crystal Lee. Okay, so that's the yeah. person. Yeah. Um. And like, some, like, if you check his MySpace, I know it sounds really, really dumb. Like, on his MySpace, he has one picture of him with a sniper rifle, 
and it says something down like you can run but you only die tired and like he just got he's just very off he's very he's do you know his uh what's his my stage name um it just says Austin Alba is he still living with Jacob um I have no idea as far as, far as I know yeah he's still lives there but I'm not sure I've talked to him um so he's kind of weird because he's always showing off his butterfly knife and has a fascination with guns. Yeah. You said he had a sniper rifle? Yeah, and a picture on his What's a sniper rifle? I don't know if a picture with it on his MySpace. Cause Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it personally. It's just a picture of him holding one with the army gear on. How do you know that if you didn't see it? Because it says on the picture. <laughs> it's... I mean, you seen the picture? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You seen the picture on the mic? Yeah, yeah, I seen it on. Okay, so he's wearing army outfit and has a rifle. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever personally seen him with a gun? No, I've never personally seen him. Now, you said he hated Becky. Yeah. Why did he hate Becky? Um, to be honest, I don't think there's a reason he hated the fact that he thought she was, um, essentially a bitch. Basically, how he would put it, he couldn't stand her. She was always out of the apartment, and he would always tell Jacob that he didn't, she was not allowed out of that apartment, and he wasn't there. So I guess she would go into his room, and I guess she just really annoyed him, and she, he just couldn't stand her. I mean kind of find out why. I mean, okay, she acted like a bitch, but as far as being annoyed by her or going in her room, what was the issue there? Did Becky know something about Austin or did Austin like her and she didn't give him the time of day? I have no idea. He was just telling me that he just hated her because he couldn't stand her. He thought she was obnoxious and stupid and hated her even being in the apartment with him. He made it a point to plan his schedule for work so he could be at the apartment when he knew she was going to be there so he could make sure that she wasn't to be in the apartment, or at least in the room. So he didn't give a reason for telling me that he hated Becky? No, he just, other than that, he couldn't stand her. Did they ever have a confrontation? Argument yeah, back. they used to get in arguments all the time. That's when she would come over. I know he would talk about how he would like, yell at her and tell her that she's wrong. Anything beyond normal? Not to my knowledge, no. You know, like any threats? You know, I'm going to kick your butt and... Not to my knowledge, like, he, would, he wouldn't go ever go into detail. He was always very vague. guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so now you're talking about this incident where um, you saw something in the trunk. Do you remember when that was? Not very exactly. It was within a few weeks after everything had happened. It was, it after was what? After Becky had, had died. Okay. It was a couple of weeks, two weeks, three weeks afterwards. Do you, is this something you personally saw on the trunk? Yeah. Where were you at? We were at a grocery store. And he had opened it to put things into the trunk, and then there was some garbage bags and gas tank and a shovel and they all kind of looked at him and he just started laughing and kept trying to like keep us from messing with it. Who was with you? Um, my sister and my best friend and then two other friends of ours. What was your sister's name? Monica. And this is your best friend? Yeah. And that was? Crystal Rosalind. What's the last name? Rossworn. R-O-S-S-W-O-R-N. R-O-S-S. W-O-R-N. And there's a third person you said? Um, it was my sister's friend and her boyfriend. Okay. So he opens up the trunk to put something in there and you saw a shovel? Yeah, the shovel and the gas tank and there was some trash bags. It just all looked really off, so we were like trying to joke about it. We were all going trying to go through it and see where everything was in there and he wouldn't let us. What kind of gas can? It was like one of those tying arms. Like metal plastic? It was plastic. Okay, big, small? It was like medium size. Like one that you could fit enough gas in and carry it. I mean, did he run out of gas in his car a lot? No. No, not, no, he never did. Did he ever say why he had this stuff in his trunk? No, he wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't talk about it. We were asking questions because he thought it was strange. Like, he had all these trash bags and all these things in there. He wouldn't talk about it. You ever see him act violent? Yeah. One time, um, that same night, um, I had me um, and one of the, uh, my friends had walked outside. And then when my sister and my best friend tried to go out to get me, he had... Um, I'm not really violent, but like he, he was really aggressive towards me. He had jumped off the balcony and threatened them and told them to get back into the apartment. And then had locked the door and then sat them on the couch and then had taken out his bed. Why did he threaten them? Because he didn't want them to go outside to go get me because he said that if that he, they were, and then when I had come back and I started yelling at him, he told me because if they were loud, then the cops would be called and he didn't want the cops. To, to be called. For was this like a party or something? Yeah, it was like a small gathering, yeah. Mm-hmm. So did he ever comment about the trash bags, the shovel, or the gas can? Other than, oh, it's just some stuff. Like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't say anything to the big anything. Okay. 
so then what happened? You were saying something about someone saw a shotgun or something? Yeah, um, Nick Crum actually, he was the one that Austin had, had commented, oh, do you remember what happened to the last bitch I hated? He asked when he had called me and told me, okay, tell me what you saw again because I believe you now, that he has something to do with it. And so Nick Crum told you that he saw a shotgun? Yeah, he thought, I know for a fact he has a thought about shotgun under his bed. When did, he, when did Nick tell you that? Um, it was a couple days before I had told Crystal about what I knew. About the shovel? About yeah, when I had told Crystal about it. And you told Nick about the shovel? Yeah, I told him I told him everything about it. How after, how far after when you saw it? Um, a few months. It was only like two weeks ago that all this had happened. Okay. Two weeks ago. And that's when I decided to finally say something because no one else was gonna do it. No one else wanted to say anything. How far, when you told Crystal and, and uh, Nick about the shovel, was that months later or closer to the time you saw the shovel? It was months later. It was just like two weeks ago. Well, that's, that's like six months after uh, Becky's death. Becky's yeah. death was in September. Yeah. Okay. Because when I had told everyone, everyone told me not to say anything. So what did so what did Nick tell you about the shotgun? That well, he just told me um, he was really upset that Austin had said those comments and got really really mad because he said that he knows what creep Austin is and that Austin has something to do with it and that he wanted me to tell him what happened because um, something needed to be better done about him. He, what did he think Jacob was involved in? He said he was responsible for it. He you know, Javier, when he said that he had seen something? No, you, you're saying Nick told you that he saw Jacob and the shotgun. No, Austin. So Austin had the shotgun under his bed. Okay, so Nick is, Nick is telling you that Austin had the shotgun under his bed. Yeah, that he had, I guess, seen the shotgun be brought from under his bed at some point. Did he say when? No. But I mean, it was within the last few months. Did he say this was at his apartment with Jacob? Yeah. Or some other apartment? Yeah, it was his apartment with Jacob. So why was uh, Nick telling you about what he saw with Austin? Because we were talking about what we knew. We were, like, swapping information because he wanted to know what I knew. But you knew about what, though? About, about, the, about what I had seen in Austin's apartment. Okay. Were, were you guys talking about... Were you guys talking about Austin, or were you guys talking about the murder case? We're talking about um, Austin. Okay. Because Austin had said his comment to Nick, and that's when Nick finally had told me, because he looked, he's like, dang, Austin's walking around saying these comments about this, this girl that had died. You know, some someone normally doesn't say things like that, you know, and it's kind of connecting him to by saying, you know, remember what happened to her when okay. I didn't like her. So the incident that happened where... Um, Austin confronted another girl. This was your friend? Yeah, she, um, I don't know, he didn't really, my Nick didn't really tell me the whole thing. He so you didn't witness this incident? No. This is all coming from Nick? Yeah, he called me and told me. He said, um, yeah, I was at the mall with, with Alex, and we were talking to some girl, and she was being dumb, and Austin happened to look see it, and he walked up to us and started saying those things, and he called me all upset, because I guess he had, um, he had grabbed Austin and told, and, and, 
So this is the same incident at the mall where Austin said something about the girl? Yeah. I mean, who was the girl? Why was he initially getting involved with this incident? He had just seen them, but I guess they were standing in the same area, and he happened to walk by and see what was going on, and then walked up to Nick and was like, oh, hey, what's going on? You know, oh, I saw what happened. And then he said what? Austin said what? About this girl? He said, oh, do you want me to do something about it? you remember the last bitch, what happened to her? So, Nick just assumed he was referring to Becky? Yeah. Because that was the only other girl we knew that he had hated so much. And, I mean, that wasn't the first time he said a comment like that. He would always throw around things like that. And he said, you remember what happened to the other girl? Yeah. The other girl, what, was there something else? No, that, he was Do you just... remember what happened to the other girl? No, the other girl being Becky, what we think he was referring to, because that's the only girl we know that he hated, and that's the only thing we have in common with him. Okay. Um, and Nick told you that... I know he told you that he saw the shotgun in the last few weeks, mm -hmm. but the incident where he saw the shotgun, was that also within the last few weeks? Or was no, that, that, that was, was a while back. And he just... Any idea when? No. No idea when. Oh, yeah, it was quite a few months ago because when he said, he's like, well, that... He's like, that's, that all seems to connect to him because we have all things that you saw. And I know for a fact he has a lot of children in his house. So he could have... Who knows what he was doing with that, So, yeah. Have you guys come to a conclusion that you suspect Austin of doing something? Well, yeah. Because... I don't... I'm not... A detective. I don't. I don't know all the details, but after we had all seen those things, and with his his comments and the fact that he thought it was funny that she was murdered, plus all the things we found, plus Nick knowing that he had a shot on shotgun, it's like it all kind of came together. And we're like, well, dang, it's completely possible. He's not exactly a normal person. Any idea why Nick didn't come forward and tell us this information? Because he said that the reason why he wouldn't say anything is because he knows the cops wouldn't do anything. So he said that there should be, he should be taken care of because the cops wouldn't do anything about it. Because they already investigated Austin and obviously didn't see anything wrong with him. So if I talk to Nick again and I ask him about this, how am I going to talk to Nick about this without him knowing he told me? Or I don't know. What if I told him that you told me? Is that going to cause a problem with yeah. you or you guys? None of them wanted me to say anything. And they all specifically said that I needed to not say anything because cause, uh, none of them wanted to, to, to come forward with anything. But they like they are all friends of Becky, right? Yeah. So why wouldn't they want us to know about this if they're going to say that we're not doing anything and this and that? Honestly, I've tried, I've tried talking to everybody. I've been trying my hardest to get everyone to come forward with me, and everyone just too chicken to do it. And they all told me, well, you, you're the one who saw the thing in the department. You're the one that should say something. But you didn't see a shotgun. Yeah. And then when he told me that, I was like, well, you should you should say something, because yeah. that's really important. Is and it possible that they're making this up, and that's why they're not coming forward? I don't think so. I honestly don't think they're making things up like that. Honestly, I really don't. He's serious.
Well, and I agree, but at the same token, I would think if it's so serious, why wouldn't they come to the police? Or at least allow the police to come to them and hear what they have to say. Yeah. Um, to be honest, what he had said to me was that the police, he said the police have already investigated the option and they obviously aren't going to do anything about it. He's like, I know people who take care of him. So that creep, something needs to happen to that creep. Well, who does he know who can take care of him? Some people out of prison. I don't know. I don't know those people. He How does Nick know people like that? I guess he used to work with them or something or other. I don't really know. I didn't want to get involved. I didn't want to know all the details. Where does Nick live again? He lives out in Sky Valley. When I mentioned the same kind of thing, they basically told me that I was wasting my time and that I shouldn't say anything. They're, yeah. And I thought, you know, and I was like, I need to say something because I don't want anyone to be carried away and think they're macho men and do something dumb or whatever. Well, did you plan on doing anything? There's talk about it. Um, as far as I know, nothing happened, but they always talk about it. Who talks about it besides Nick? Nick, and he tells, he tells the other guys about it. What guys? Alex and Corey and all them. Alex doesn't take them seriously, he just laughs it off. He thinks that Nick's just being stupid and he's not going to do it. Well, Javier, is he still friends with Nick and no, Corey and all them? He doesn't talk to any of us anymore. Is Javier still down here, or did he move? He lives in San Francisco. Yeah. So why don't anybody talk to Javier anymore? Um, all all they told me was that he's really like into drugs and and being dumb right now. So none of them wanted to talk to him anymore because he he's become something that they didn't want part of. That makes no sense. If Nick is going to go get people to take care of Austin, mm -hmm. but he don't want to associate with Javier because he's using drugs and being dumb, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, well, because Nick said that it wasn't right that her family or nothing been his his exact words to me were that the cops haven't done anything. They've already investigated Austin, and it's not right that nothing's being done to to help to to solve the case. And he he says that he knows that it's Austin, and he wanted to do something. Well, why does he think the cops investigated Austin? Because Austin had told us that you guys had gone to question him. So he's getting his information from the same person he suspects of being involved? Well, no. This, well, we knew when, when I guess you guys had gone to the apartment from the very, very beginning, we had already known about it from, from Austin. And before we even really thought about Austin having anything to do with it, we didn't start thinking that he had anything to do with it until a couple of weeks after when we started finding all these weird things around the apartment. Well... When you say the word things, you're talking about the things in the trunk? Yeah, the trunk, and then there was like packed trash bags and stuff all over the apartment. And well, pocket. what was in the trash bags? He wouldn't let us like, even go near it. What do you think was in the trash bags? I have no idea. Honestly, we don't know. We At that point, when we kept finding all those word things, we just left because we just, I don't know, there was something in the trunk. I mean, is there a, a feasible reason for him to have this stuff? No, I mean, you know, a gas can in someone's car isn't necessarily suspicious. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course, when someone's house gets burned down, then obviously it's more suspicious than if it wasn't. Yeah. A shovel in someone's car could be suspicious. Yeah. Um, trash bags. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've seen people put all sorts of 
Yeah. You know, things in bags, aluminum cans, laundry, this and that. Yeah. You know, so some things can be suspicious, but other times they have reasonable explanations, and I'm just trying to figure out, is there a reasonable explanation? Yeah. Well, um, I guess what we were, what our thought was was just that, you know, all that had happened, you know, they were, they were burnt and they were shot, I guess, and all that stuff. And then that, on top of that, he hated her with a passion. So, like, he, I mean, I don't know if he would do something like that, but he hated someone so much. I mean, okay, there's a motive. I mean, okay, he could want to do something to her. And then his comments to us about how she died and how he thought it was amusing that she died. So what did he say about that? Um, He would just joke about it. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, that bitch got what she deserved. Well, what did he say? What did Jake uh, Austin say specifically about how uh, Becky and her family died? Um, well, like one day we were in the lunchroom and we were, I was asking him, I was like, hey, I wonder what happened. And I was like, well, this, and he was all telling me the details. Oh, yeah, well, the bodies were shot and then burned. And so I was like, well, and he was telling me, you know, there was one in the front yard, one in the house room, and Becky was in the backyard. And, he was, and I was like, well, I wonder that doesn't make any sense. How would that have happened? And then he was, like, just giving me different scenarios of how it could have happened. He was like, well, what they could have done was this, 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 and this. So he was just speculating? Huh? He was just speculating, giving you his theories? Yeah, like... I mean, he didn't stick to one theory. He said these are just multiple things that could have happened? Um... He, um... I don't remember exactly. Like... I think, um, you know what, I really, I can't, I really can't remember. Um, and then you said he was glad she died? Yeah, like, oh yeah, I don't have to see her anymore, I don't have to deal with her anymore. Is Austin kind of a harsh person to begin with? Um, he's... Like I said, he's very, very arrogant, and um, he thinks he's a know-it-all, so he's always putting people down, and he's always kind of rude. So if he said, I'm glad she's dead, is that kind of regular personality? To be honest, even the answers I know would never say they were caught from what he said. I've never met Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. I mean, most people wouldn't do that, but some people, that is their personality. And And I don't know Austin. I don't know his real personality, okay. but um, so I'm trying to figure out is you know if he yeah. acts one way around you guys and acts a different way you know if he was to speak with me, mm-hmm. that's all I'm asking. Is he just kind of a? I mean, you say he also puts people down, you know. I mean, yeah. if he's a shithead all the time, <laughs> well, then. Yeah. Well, cause um when he had said that, and I remember I was like telling him you know like, you should never say things like that. And that's when he kind of like was all like straightened up and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, but you know, she was stupid and I didn't like her and blah, 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 blah. Because like, I personally don't appreciate confidence because I think that's rude. I think that's very disrespectful. They think so. Of course, I have to think so. And, um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you consider that a normal comment from him or not. I don't consider that normal from anybody. Well, I don't know what's normal for him because I don't know what his normal behavior is. Yeah. But uh, you mentioned that you said they were shot. How do you, how do you know that? Because that's what, that's what he told, told us. Yeah, how does he know that? 
he said that he read it in the newspaper, he saw it on the news, or that's what this type of told him, or something like that. Because I didn't know anything about it. I had just, it was like the first day I found out that she had died. And he was like, oh yeah, they were, um, they were shot and then burned, and they found Betsy's body in a wheelbarrow in the backyard burned. Like someone was trying to get rid of the evidence, but I guess the neighbors came out and probably caught the guy trying to burn them. So they probably just hurried up and took off so they wouldn't get caught. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What kind of car does uh, Austin drive? Um, he just got a new car. Or what kind of car does he drive? When the murder happened. Um, or is that when you're talking about he, he got a new car? He switched cars, like, the, either right before or right after. I can't really remember, but they're both, like, um, I want to say Crown Victoria's, but I'm not, there was something similar to that, something around that. Mm-hmm. But he had one, and then he just bought another one, either right before or right after. I can't really remember when. Do you know any girls? who dislike Becky enough to want to cause harm to her? No. I mean, none of us really cared for her because she wasn't the most likable individual, but no one like, hated her. Why was she not likable? She was just, um, she was always very rude. Very, very rude when she would show up. Like, one night I had a party at my house, and she had showed up at my house and was telling me what to do at my house. And she was just, she was just really rude. Like, you wouldn't expect someone to come into your house and to be telling you what to do and to and just help and just take advantage of your own house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why I didn't really care for her because I thought she was very rude and she was never friendly, like, oh, well, thank you, or nothing. She was always very rude for us. Um, where does the, where does drugs fit into all this? Um, I know that, um, Betsy and Javier used to smoke weed together a lot. Um, actually, she's the one who introduced him to it, from what I was told, because I had asked, because Javier was never into drugs or anything. And then when he had started smoking pot, he got back and forth, like, how did that happen? And they're like, oh, well, Betsy got him to start smoking pot. Right. And then, um, and so that's what they would do. They would hang out and smoke pot together. It's pretty much, I guess, what they always did. And then um, after after everything had happened, it's like he used that as a way to like detach himself from everybody. He would constantly just be stoned. Like every time he would be stoned, stoned or drunk, one of the two. Probably very drunk. Yeah, 
Yeah. What about when you said um, Nick and everyone kind of disassociated themselves with him? Uh-huh. You know, because he was being stupid and being a druggie? Uh-huh. When you say he's a druggie, is that because he's all a stone? Yeah, like, you couldn't even hold a conversation with him because he was so stoned. And then when all of his friends were trying to help him and trying to help him out with, you know, dealing with what had happened, because he knew he was sad about it and he felt really bad, but everyone was trying to help him and talk to him and be friends with him, and he just would cuss everyone out and accuse them of trying to, you know, accuse them of just being jerks to him and they they weren't being his friends because they were telling him he was a goodie and that he needed to stop and he needed to pull himself together. Well, so, well what about Nick and Corey and them? Are they any pot smokers? Um, I think um Nick was at some point but his parents found out so um he doesn't do that anymore because he gets friends and the jerk as the guy's kind of Corey no. No, he's not a drug at all. I mean, I talked to most of these people, and, mm-hmm. and they weren't all impressive to me. I mean, they either a bunch of potheads yeah. or they're a bunch of alcoholics. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out yeah. why how we are so bad. Because if they're all smoking pot, then yeah, do you think? I think it was because he got out of control with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they did smoke a lot, but they weren't stoned twenty four seven. And he they would know when to stop or when to not, you know, mm-hmm. stone. But he would go everywhere constantly, all the time. That's all he ever was. All right. And you couldn't even talk to him. Like at one point, I didn't even want to talk to him anymore because when you would try to talk to him, he was just not there. Is there another person that I could talk to and get information from? Um, Whether it's someone we talked about today or someone we haven't even mentioned their names. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know if you need, like, my sister might know something, like, about what I saw, but I don't know if that would make a difference to you, but, um, What I'm asking is, I want to get as much information about the facts as I can, the uh-huh. facts about everyone. So, is there, who should I go talk to? Yeah. Um, I don't want to hear just rumors and what people think. I want to hear talk to someone who can provide factual information to help us solve this crime. Yeah. Um. To be honest, only person that I know know the hundred percent facts about about like you know about the gun and that would be Nick. Okay. Um. But you know I've tried talking to him. I don't know how I mean if there's a way to approach him without making it look like, you know, I don't know, I don't know what you guys would do to, to go talk to people out of the blue. Well, there is lots of things that I could do. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes it's obvious to Nick. If I want to talk to Nick, mm-hmm. even if I waited two months and I want to talk to Nick mm-hmm. and I start talking about the gun, he's going to start thinking, well, who would have told, you know? So it would have to be someone he told, it's probably a few people, mm-hmm. and then out of those few people, it's going to have to be someone who wanted to come forward. And obviously, he yeah. wanted to come forward because they kept telling you not to. You might be the only reasonable one in this bunch, or you are the only reasonable one in the bunch because you're the only one who came forward. Mm-hmm. All these other people, for some reason, they think it's important, but not important to come forward. Yeah. And then they want to badmouth the investigation but they don't want to provide information that could be very important. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know if these people blowing out their brain cells and smoking pot <laughs> or drinking alcohol or what. Yeah. No. So how can we convince Nick to come forward? I don't know. I can start talking to him again. And I don't, you know, I really don't know if he's not exactly the most reasonable individual. Does he know you come forward? Nobody knows that I said anything mm-hmm. to anybody. Not even, not even my sister or my best friend. Mm-hmm. My parents and Chris don't know that I said anything. So do you want to keep this confidence? I would like to just because... Okay. They all know where I live. <laughs> well, and you know I don't want to. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, besides Austin, you haven't. No one else is in trouble for anything. Yeah. So I can't see why anyone would retaliate against you because you haven't yeah. said any bad things about anyone. Yeah. I would. I mean, some people. People just get upset, you know. Maybe they'll be. I don't know if they'd be mad at the fact that I brought their names into it. You know, they. I know that they want. They're trying to like. They're basically just chicken shit. I mean, that's the only way to explain them. They have no. Well, I mean, Nick and Corey and all these people. I know who all these people are. Yeah. I just, it's not like none of these people are unknown people. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of getting the truth out of them. Yeah. And I'm kind of surprised that. I understand people don't want to tell the truth, people like Nick who don't want to come forward and say information, but typically they don't bad enough the police and say they're not doing anything, you know, it's yeah. kind of yeah, he's not an oxymoron, they're not doing anything, but I'm not going to tell them something that could be very important. Yeah, he's not, he's not exactly the most intelligent individual or anything. Well, um, perhaps if you can convince him to get in touch with us. That would be a good thing. Yeah. Perhaps I'm going to have to figure out a plan to um, talk to him. I mean, I can go talk to him again and, and not even bring up anything, just to talk to him about Javier. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I can talk to um, Jacob. And then I just keep going from person to person. And then somewhere down the road, I get to Austin mm-hmm. and see if he brings it up himself or not. Yeah. I hope he does because that's, I don't know, that's really strange, especially to me. I don't know, the fallout shotgun. Why would you use the fallout shotgun? Well, and I want to know if it's true. And the hard point for me is you didn't see it. Yeah. You're getting this information from Nick, and Nick has not told us. And so I have to determine if this is true. And if, if it's true, I can do things, but I can't go based on someone who heard it from someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? What about, um, I don't know, isn't it, because I know he has, like, other things, he has, like, that butterfly knife and stuff like that. I don't know if that helps as far as a way to be able to, uh, to approach him about, about having weapons in his, in his, um... Is he on, is he on probation I have no idea. He moved here from Arizona, so no one really knows anything about him. Okay. And that's something everyone knows about him. So I'll check in that. I just don't remember right now. Um, is there anything else that you think tell me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I never came forward soon enough. Well, better late than never. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's why I came to talk to you at work, and rather waiting until 
here at home or something. Not that I knew where you lived, but yeah. this is my card, so you can call me uh -huh. on my office number. Uh -huh. I hand the bottom if you think of anything. Mm -hmm. If something comes up, if you have any questions, you can call me and say, hey, you know, I want to tell you something else, or hey, I'm going to talk to you if you have any suggestions. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I can work with you just about regarding anything. You know, I can give you a suggestion. I could, if you have yeah. a problem, you call me and we can work something out and figure out what's the best way to get the truth. Yeah. Okay. I just I just hope he doesn't he doesn't act and do something stupid so often. I really he's very much a very aggressive individual, especially when he gets involved. He's, well, he's, he's not very intelligent. He doesn't. He doesn't well, what's he gonna wait for? I mean, how long does he need to wait for that? I don't know. I mean, he could be all talk and just trying to pump himself up. He could he could be dead serious and you just don't think he is. I. Who is Nick dating now? Um, she's from Vernon, Jessica, but she lives in Nebraska. So she's in Vernon State. Okay. Um, who is Nick best friend? Um, I'd probably... He's always with Alex. All the time, they're always together. Um, where is Alex? Do you know? He lives in Paducah City. Not too far from Javier, actually. He lives in Paducah City. So, Javier Rojas. Yeah, or they used to there. So does the whole family move up there? The family's together. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I, um, I think just he moved, moved up there because I remember Alex was supposed to go with him at some point. They were planning to go there together. They have a relatives up there or something? Um, I just know that his mom was always back and forth because I think they had a house up there as well. Mm -hmm. And they were, his sister was always up there too. Mm -hmm. So always back and forth. Um... Well, how did Jacob and Austin get along? If Jacob is dating Becky, Austin hates Becky. How? Why would you be roommates with someone? Well, I think because he didn't start dating her until after the fact that they were roommates because they yeah. kind of just found each other. I know Jacob did not like Austin at all because he because they they became roommates by just like oh I need a roommate oh hey be my roommate and then Jacob realized what creepy he was and was like I got the worst roommate ever. So they were they weren't friends. close or anything now. They were strictly with me. Strictly with me. Um, do you know Austin's cell phone number? I have it on my cell phone. Okay. Where is that at? It's at my desk. Okay. You think later after you're done with work, later tonight, you can call this number? Uh-huh. And you'll get my voicemail? Uh -huh. You can just say, hey, this is Austin's cell phone number. Da 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 da. Yeah. And then when I come in in the morning, I'll get it. And I just want to keep it. Because I need it. I may already have it. But uh, I want to make sure I have the same number that he gave me. Mm -hmm. Make sure he ain't lying. Um, anything else? I, I can't do anything else right now. I okay. can't remember the best of my ability. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. You, you, you said what you had to say. It's my job to piece it together and find out what's what. Okay, yeah. so you call me if there's anything else, even if you think it's insignificant. Okay, because if it's insignificant, mm -hmm. it's insignificant. Okay? Yeah. And you'll move on. But it might be important. You might not, you might not realize that. Yeah. And I figured it's better to be wrong than it would be to be right and not say anything at all. Yep, that's true. And then we'll have to figure out how to get Nick to 
be honest and come forward with this. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll try my best. Do you think you could be just BSing and trying to, he don't like Austin, so he's giving him a bad rap? No, he's usually, he's always been pretty, I mean, I don't know as far as the cost, like, if he was honest with you guys, but he's usually always been pretty honest in the front with all of us. Like, he's always said what he has to say, and, I mean, yeah. All right. Um, do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Yes, What's that number? Um, same as my home number. Oh, this is the cell number. Yeah, because I'm never at home, so okay. that's the best way to reach me. NBI Studios production and is distributed by Wondery. Edited by Kelly Barron's Brink and sound engineered by Shane Yoder. All music for the show was created, composed, and scored by PutThemInASong.com, who also mixed and mastered this episode. All of our fonts across all of our logos and banners were created by Tate Krupa of Red Swan Graphic Design, and you can find more of Tate's work on Etsy. Thank you to Katie Ross of CreatedInTandem.com for designing, creating, managing, and maintaining our website, TruthAndJusticePod.com where you can view all photos and documents discussed in every episode. And a big thank you to our transcription team, Pamela Westby, Kathy McElhaney, Kay Woodyomnick, Ginger Fiola, Erica Cantor, Danielle Rohr, Jennifer Ford, Courtney Wimberly, and Melissa Cardenas. And as always, thank you to all of you for all of your engagement and support. If you like the show and you'd like to support us, you can do so in several ways. To financially support the show, the best thing you can do is just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You'll not only be supporting the show, but you'll get something in return. On Patreon, you can pledge as little as $3 a month, and we have reward levels. For just $5 a month, you get access to ad-free versions of all of our episodes and behind-the-scenes bonus video content every week. Then other reward levels include t-shirts, hats, and even the opportunity to co-host one of our Friday follow-up episodes. Just go to patreon.com slash truthandjustice. You can also do us a huge favor by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star rating and review. And lastly, you can always support us by supporting the brands that sponsor this program. If you have a new case that you'd like us to consider for future seasons, you can submit your cases on our website, truthandjusticepod.com. Just click on the case submission button and fill out the form. And the most important thing that you can do is to engage in our investigations. You can keep in touch with us through our email at theories at truthandjusticepod.com. You can like our Facebook page or join in on the conversation on the Truth and Justice Podcast fans page on Facebook. And for all you tweeters out there, you can connect with us on Twitter at TruthJusticePod. And I can be found personally on all forms of social media at Bob Ruff Truth. And don't forget that we always have our 24-7 voicemail line open for questions, comments, or tips on our cases. That phone number is 269-224-2833. However you do it, stay engaged, stay in touch. But as for now, I'm signing off. I'm Bob Ruff, and this has been Truth and Justice. The Ford Ranger, a vehicle for all terrains and every passion. It's a workmate, a playmate, and to its drivers, a soulmate. So how do you improve the Ford Ranger? You go all in. The all-new Ford Ranger, the UK's best-selling pickup. 
Now available with rear bumper steps, tailgate workbench, and enlarged load box that can fit a Euro pallet. Go break it in. Search all new Ford Ranger. Ford Pro. Driving productivity. According to SMMT data, features may be optional extras with additional cost.